let's get ready for some serious shift. This is a podcast, Shifting Inside Out, hosted by your quantum shifter, Angie McCourt. We are diving into ways to empower and enable a quantum shift. Inspiring topics, hacks, and guest speakers take us on a journey around authenticity, challenging status quo, personal power, and living a purpose-filled life. Super excited to have today's guest on. Kelsey Aeda is a best-selling author and transformation facilitator who helps women align with their highest potential and love themselves through the process. She's the author of more than five books, including hashtag actually I can, affirmations for happiness, letters to the universe, my pocket guide to manifestation, and self-love for the modern woman. She also hosts international self-love retreats and the popular personal development podcast, High Vibe In It. I really love her podcast. I think that's one of the very first, um, one of um, Kelsey's many resources that I first connected with. And she has well over 150 episodes now. So if you want to go check that out, that is really fantastic. I'm really happy to have Kelsey on today. She has such a great perspective and really deep focus in her practice around self-love and manifestation. And obviously, the connection she makes in this podcast is really important between the two because it's really hard to manifest unless you're really in that space from a head, heart, and body perspective, alignment around self-love to be able to manifest the life that you really, really want. And so we're going to go through this conversation today and actually kind of deep dive into both of these areas, and you're going to have some really amazing guidance from Kelsey, and I'm super excited to have her on. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode as you listen. You can find me on LinkedIn at Angie Belts McCourt and on Instagram at Angie underscore McCourt. So without further ado, let's hear from Kelsey. All right. So excited to have Kelsey Aeda on this episode to share her journey and life's mission and so much knowledge. And so to get started, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Kelsey and I help women to unleash their power, align with their highest timeline and biggest potentialities and help them to love themselves through the process. So a lot of my work is helping people manifest their desires through being in energetic alignment and healing and loving yourself and all that juicy stuff. So that's why I'm here and that's what I do. And I write books and I host retreats and uh, I just really live for improving people's quality of life because Mm. I've learned that quality of life is everything. That is beautiful. Yes. I think it's really interesting that you um, share a lot of this through different channels. And that's what I'm hoping a lot of folks will be able to take away from the episode as well. So they have resources to go back to. Oh, yeah. I am a resource. (laughs) There are so (laughs) many resources. There's a podcast. There's a million books. There's courses. There's everything. (laughs) Yes. And I love high vibe in it. So I'm hoping that we get to chat a little bit about that in the episode. (laughs) Fantastic. All right. So let's ask a few questions so the audience can get to know you. So what is your morning ritual? So I'm actually not super big into routines, but there are aspects that go into like every day. So I wake up starving every single morning. I have a very fast metabolism, so I'm always like, cereal time is the best time, and I like run to the kitchen right away. Like Before I do anything, before I check my phone, before I get into my journal, I'm like, food. So I just run to the kitchen, make my healthy cereal, which depends on the day, but I'll usually throw some seeds in there, some almond milk, um, maybe a little protein powder, you know, spice it up. Um And then it's like connect with me time. So whether that's meditating or journaling or working with some affirmations or just sitting in the sun on my back porch. I have a really lovely back porch in my house. 
Um, that is like the bulk of the morning. So I can just get into my morning kind of slow. I don't do caffeine. It actually gives me headaches. So I'll usually just drink water or green juice or something of that nature. Um, and then I just am excited to get into work. So then I'll just start going. <laughs> I'll start <laughs> writing if I'm inspired to write or if I need to edit my podcast or whatever it is. I'm just like, okay, let's get this day rolling. Cause my brain is like more fresh at the first half of the day. So I try and get all that stuff rolling. So yes. nothing crazy, nothing super fancy. Um, sometimes in my me time portion of the routine, there'll be some stretching, some body work, some breath work. Um, but really just like breakfast, self-care, you know, getting ready for the day and then just doing my work. That's awesome. I love it. And I love that it just, you go with whatever you feel like that morning. Yeah. Know? I'm just kind of a go with the flow kind of gal. I, yeah. I've never really thrived in strict, harsh routines, so I just, like, accept that about myself and roll with it. <laughs> mm -hmm. There you go. <laughs> All right. How do you renew your energy? Mm. Um, sleeping, bubble baths, sunshine. Mm. Sunshine is, like, huge for me. I am, like, a sun flower. Like, I just need to be in the sun and I feel like it's recharging me, it's cleansing me, it's healing me, it's giving me all the vitamin D. Mm -hmm. So that's probably one of my favorites. But I'm also big into the gym. Love mm. working out. I love lifting weights. I used to be a professional dancer, basically. So I'm just used to like using my body as an instrument, and that feels good to me. So exercise, sun, baths. Sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> lots of energy movement mm -hmm. and all of that too. But also really giving good. to a degree um, really energizes me. Like in my one-on-one -on -one client work, I can be like so pumped after a session, like all energized, like, yes, it's working, you know, the medicine. Or like <laughs> um, if my fiance is like tired and he just needs like a little head scratch and then that like energizes me to like give in that way. So that would be another way too that I kind of recharge is like by giving, I receive. Oh, that's beautiful. I don't know that anyone that I've had on has said that about re-energizing. So it's a really good thing that others can focus yeah. on. Well, I think there's a line, too, where if you do it too much, then you're depleting. So you have yeah. to, like, know your boundaries. But mm -hmm. I have a pretty high capacity for giving before it starts feeling depleting. So mm. up until then, it feels energizing. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. What is your guilty pleasure? Um, probably soap operas. Like, for example, Vampire Diaries was, like, my life every fall, like, for a decade. <laughs> I would just rewatch the whole thing. There's, like, a hundred episodes. Um, so, yeah, sexy vampires definitely can't resist. Uh, right now I'm watching Virgin River, which is, like, very boring, but somehow I just, like, love that show. Um, so, yeah, I think a little bit of... Probably, like, romance, too, because I'm into, like, Married at First Sight and, like, The Bachelor and Bachelorette. So anything that has to do with, like, romance, reality TV, or, like, soap operas, I cannot stay away. Ooh. <laughs> That's definitely my guilty pleasure. That is awesome. Anne Rice is my favorite all-time author. Mm. So I'm right there with you in nice. the vampire realm. Yes, love it. <laughs> Well, um, I thought it would be great for the listeners today to really just hear your journey, your mission in life, anything that you can offer around key focuses where you have around self-love, around manifesting. Um, and I thought it would just be great for you to share with the listeners. So yeah. we just have the stage. Yeah. So my story as it pertains to this work, starts in my late teens when I basically fell into a deep, dark, depressive episode. And I really didn't have the tools or the knowledge to heal quickly or to resolve the emotional issues. And so I kind of just got stuck in it for a couple years and it was very unlike me because I'm pretty happy and bubbly, naturally pretty um, outgoing, you know, passionate about lots of different things. And that all started to fade away. It was like a perfect storm of hormonal imbalance and like not being able to dance because I had all these injuries, but that was like my passion. 
and just a lot of things happened all at once to just like put me in the hole so I was in the hole I was struggling I was contemplating suicide not super seriously but like it was a nice thought to have like well it would be nice if I didn't have to be miserable anymore and eventually I just reached my pain threshold of like okay I can't keep living like this this is not sustainable I need to figure out how to enjoy my life or like it's not going to be a life anymore right so I kind of made a pact with the universe like yo help me figure this out god universe whoever's listening my life i need help i need to figure out how to feel good and i need to do it fast so after i made this declaration magically the right tools and resources and books and teachers and perspectives and therapists and people just came into my world and i started learning how to build a life that feels really good from the inside out like your show says how to really change my perspective how to rework my belief system how to create my life by design and that's really when i got super excited about the idea of manifestation because i had never heard of this i didn't know that you could think your way to a better life which is like the basis right of law of attraction and manifestation i didn't know that i was creating a lot of not all of but a lot of what was going on for me And so when I started kind of mastering this art of playing with your life and feeling better and doing things on purpose and by design, I was just like, man, everybody needs to have access to this information. Like Mm -hmm. if everybody knew how to create their dream life, everyone would be happy, no one would be hurting each other, we would all just be in our own lane, doing our thing, having a great time, right? Like world peace 101 everyone's having a great time so in my mind i just naturally was like well i think i'll be the next deepak chopra i'm just gonna write a bunch of books on this i think i've learned some stuff that's really helpful and i want to get it out there and books just seem like the perfect platform because lots and lots and lots of people can read a book versus like you know with coaching or other stuff it's more one-on-one it's slower um numbers wise you think it's like less impact per se So I was always just really gravitated towards being an author. So obviously no one knew who I was. (laughs) So I was like, I don't want to write a book in vain and nobody buys it and nobody reads it. So I started a blog and that's when KelseyAida.com was born. And I was writing about how to heal your depression and work through your anxiety and how to take care of yourself and how to manifest your dreams and how to live in gratitude and just all these things that I was practicing and learning. I really wanted to share with people And then eventually I wrote my first book, Hashtag Actually I Can, which is all about affirmations and how to use them in an authentic and empowering way versus like the fake it till you make it approach from the 80s, which like doesn't really work. We've all tried it. It's lame. (laughs) (laughs) So I wrote my first book. I self-published that. And then eventually, you know, high vibe in it, the podcast became a thing and then more books and then it flourished into retreats and then working with clients one-on-one and now it's just really blossomed into this full-blown thing where i'm just helping people like you said in all these different ways so through many different resources and i think it's partially because i naturally have always had a gift for taking information synthesizing simplifying and presenting it in a nice way to people like even when I was little on the playground like if my friend didn't understand multiplication she'd be like I don't get it like I'm just not getting it like the teachers would be explaining it all day and I'd be like girlfriend just think of it like this (laughs) and I would tell her a new way that the teacher never said and she was like oh my gosh I get it and it was like me helping her just click like something clicked in her mind right And I noticed growing up that I was always good at doing that, like presenting people with a new perspective that helped it click for them in their mind. So I've really just taken that gift and ran with it. And I just love teaching through all the different modalities, whether it's the podcast or in person at the retreats or in one-on-one work or in my books. And the books are really fun for me because it's more of like a a channeling like it's like something takes over and then I read it and I'm like this is so good (laughs) like where did this come from jeez um so yeah does that answer your question (laughs) yeah that's beautiful um so let's talk about 
how you kind of decided to go into coaching, the coaching part of it, the facilitating part of it, and what the most important shift for you in that journey was? Yeah, great question. So coaching chose me. I never wanted to be a coach. I always thought, oh my gosh, what a waste of time to help one person at a time when I could just write a book because I'm just going to tell everyone the same advice. Everyone wants to know the same things. Like in my mind, I was like, no, that's not where the fun (laughs) is at for me. I always just wanted to be an author. But then when I hosted my first retreat, as a bonus, I wanted to add coaching to the end of the retreat because nobody does this. I didn't want to just like have these people blossom in a week and then have no help like integrating the tools Mm -hmm. that they learn at the retreat back into real life so i was like well i'm going to offer everyone who comes to the retreat a month of coaching with me so i can just help them like carry these tools with them and sync them up into their daily lives once they get home so i did that and it was fun it was rewarding i liked it a lot more than i thought i would and i was just naturally pretty good at it and um one or two of the girls were like yo i know this is our fourth session but like i can't live without this coaching work it is so good it's helped me change my life so much like these sessions like you don't understand like how much this is supporting me and um helping me blossom and like you're such a resource for me like can we please keep working together mm-hmm. and i was like well like if you want to pay me then sure <laughs> like, <I'll do> it. <laughs> and so we basically like decided on a price of like what it was worth to them we just went from there and now it's just kind of blossomed where I work a lot with people who have been on my retreats but also people who find me through podcast interviews or read my articles or whatever like the right people who feel the calling they know Mm -hmm. and they find me and we work together to really just up level their life and like expedite their growth Mm -hmm. yeah and that brings a good point two things let's first go down the path of the retreats have you found, especially with women, this need and desire for connection, um, circles, community, you know, this deeper, more intimate kind of relationship with other women? Are you finding that to be kind of a bigger blossoming thing as well? Yeah, because that wasn't something I I thought about blatantly in my mind when I was setting up the retreats. I didn't realize how valuable the community aspect was going to be. And it's very powerful when women come together with a shared purpose. So Mm -hmm. at my retreats so far, they've all been centered around self-love. So everyone's there to love themselves more. That's really powerful to come into a space where everyone travels from far and wide to, you know, congregate for said growth play healing like it is really really cool and powerful and everyone leaves with like this sisterhood that carries on past the retreat Mm, that's beautiful yeah I'm finding just even myself isolation was good for a period of time for deep inner work yeah and to slow down like I think this was needed in humanity But I feel like I see more and more women just coming together, especially, you know, in that community and that more uh, deeper connection of from a relationship perspective. And even like you said, having set intentions, like having um, a drive, not just like coming together to hang out, like really doing something intentional, impactful and and rewarding, I think, as well. So. That's a really interesting approach to do the retreats, to be able to pull people together, create the community, um, and then the ongoing coaching as well. As far as um, my other thought around what you've shared so far, when you start to go down the path with someone new to manifesting, what does that unfolding look like for them? So yeah, it's really about showing people their power and showing them how they've already been co-creating their lives and showing them how their thoughts are shifting their beliefs and how that's affecting their actions and how that's changing their life. So once you realize that you've been manifesting all along, now it's just about manifesting on purpose, Mm -hmm. (laughs) manifesting with intention, creating, you know, what you want, (laughs) not Mm -hmm. what you don't want, which involves a lot of 
troubleshooting once you get a little more advanced like into your mind and your belief systems and your habits and just getting into your blind spots which is why like a coach like me is helpful because you can't always see what's in your blind spot that's why it's in your blind spot right but um really it's about just living more intentionally and living more energetically aligned with your dreams and your goals so let's say you want to make more money then i would be the person to help you be like okay well what's stopping you from making more money now how much money do you want to make who's the person you have to become in order to contain that much wealth um what kind of habits do we need to shift so it's all about aligning energetically but also like in the 3d which a lot of law of attraction people don't talk about because it's not as sexy to be like well yeah there might be some work involved (laughs) in your creation yeah there might be some aligned action that needs to happen too it's probably not just gonna like fall in your lap (laughs) just like you're probably not gonna meet your husband like as the pizza delivery man like he's probably not just gonna show up at your door you might have to like you know leave your house like meet some new people (laughs) That's awesome. And so a lot of the listeners are probably new to manifesting. I know they're desiring more self-love. Yeah. And self-care has actually been, you know, the talk. But I think there's more to it. Yeah. Um, So let's start with manifesting. As, you know, you think about the person who has this busy schedule, they're in this everyday job that's demanding, they may have a family, they may have a commute, they may be working remote. There are lots of different things going on between work and life. What are three things that they could start putting into practice every day to help them co-create the life that they want? Yes, I like this question. So for me, you have to find like what's your most fun way to be intention setting. But for me, I love journaling, writing, scripting, having a journal. Um, And whether that looks like writing down some affirmations in the morning of like whatever your goal is. I'm working towards becoming. I am super excited to experience. I'm ready to call this in. I'm working towards more blank. You know, manifestation can be something you're wanting to create, like a dream home or something you're wanting to experience, like more inner peace. It doesn't have to be a thing per se or a person or a place, but it could be also an experience. So it's really just having the intention, which I love to write it down. I find anytime I write something down, pen to paper, not typing it, pen to paper with your hand, it will happen. (laughs) Assuming (laughs) that you have enough alignment there, it, it will happen. It's only a matter of time. So writing down what you want to experience next so powerful sharing it with the right people who are going to be supportive of that dream also very helpful and powerful and then somewhere during the day like making a little bit of you time for the energy alignment piece so this could just be 10 minutes of meditation where you're just like you know slowing your mind and imagining that you're receiving that thing or it's 10 minutes to go for a walk in the sun and really get recharged and just let your worries melt away really the game of manifestation is releasing resistance so resistance could be resisting how you feel resisting your current reality resisting what you want which a lot of people do and they don't realize they're doing which is like where i would come in and help them um But really, the intention setting piece, I think sharing with the right people can be really beneficial. And then making time for releasing resistance. Just if if that doesn't make sense to you, that verbiage, like finding time to relax, basically. (laughs) Relaxing your body, relaxing your mind. And that's going to help you line up energetically with what you're asking for. Yeah. And we're going to get to high vibe in it. But um, one of my favorite episodes was 110. Which was about mastering resistance. Oh, perfect. There's a whole episode (laughs) on it, you guys. (laughs) It was amazing. We'll get into that in a second. Um, So now let's switch to self-love. Yeah. Because I think there's a lot that you can really share here around what deep self-love means. And that it's not just about 
taking a bath, lighting a candle, um, working out. Like there, those are self care. Yeah, which is a but, natural side effect of self love. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but why don't you share like your philosophy around self love? How important it is, and then what does it mean to go deep? Yeah. So a lot of people confuse self love with self liking. They think in order to love myself, I have to like everything about myself, which one is impossible. Okay. How are you ever going to like everything about yourself? Like that's just not, that's, you're setting yourself up to fail with that expectation. Like you're probably not going to love every part of your body and everything that you do and every habit and everything that you say, like that's hard. Okay. (laughs) So let's reframe the definition. Self-love If we look at the real definition of love, to love is to include something or someone as a part of yourself, Mm. right? So if I love my dog, my dog's well-being is my Mm well-being. If I love my kid, my kid's well-being is my well-being. If I love my spouse, their well-being is my well-being. So like their dreams matter to me, their values matter to me, what they want matters to me, what they need matters to me. So it's really like, when you apply this to the self, it's like making yourself matter to you and taking positive ownership of yourself again and taking care of yourself, living a life that's aligned with your values, um, speaking kindly to yourself to the degree that you can. And when you don't, realizing why you're doing that and loving the part of you that's being mean. So <laughs> it's not always about like, oh, I like everything about myself. No, that's impossible. It's more so about giving love to every part of you, the good, the bad, the ugly. It's about taking positive ownership of what you need to live your best life and going in that direction. That is beautiful. And I don't think that that has been shared enough out there for people to really understand what that means yeah because I think to some level everyone's like oh I want to love myself more but a I don't know how and b I'm kind of nervous that I'm going to become like conceited or narcissistic which is the opposite of self-love well okay (laughs) there's some like terminology crossover I suppose like oh if you love yourself so much you're conceited but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about taking good care of yourself Mm -hmm. not being obsessed with yourself in like a vain way which also you're allowed to be like that's fine as long as you're not hurting anyone else in the process but I think when you become a narcissist is when you're doing that and it's to the detriment of other people right Mm -hmm. that's where like the line Mm -hmm. is drawn so when you teach about self-love what are a couple of the key focus areas that you find are really important um that there's barriers yeah that where we say we have to learn how to love ourselves where it's either programming old conditioning things that we've carried over from past lives whatever it is that has built this little barrier how do you crack through it yeah so the biggest There's like three main pillars to my self-love teaching at the moment, but one of the biggest ones that we have the most barrier to is feeling your feelings, (laughs) which sounds like so trivial, like, oh, I feel my feelings all the time, but no, you don't Uh actually, and I'm going to tell you why. We think our feelings a lot of time, right? Like we're thinking about the feeling. Yes. We're resisting the feeling. We're running from the feeling. We're doing things to avoid the actual feeling, but a lot of the work that I do at my radical self-love retreats and in my course and with my one-on-one clients is teaching them how to feel, which sounds so like basic, like, oh, everyone knows how to feel. It's a natural thing. But like we're taught that it's bad to feel or wrong to feel or we don't have time for it or it's going to make you a vibrational match to all these bad things or whatever lies it is about like why feeling bad is wrong and I say Mm -hmm. feeling bad because we do allow ourselves to feel good usually Mm because that's more comfortable but what we don't allow ourselves to process and feel through are the heavier feelings Mm -hmm. so really I help people to get in touch with their emotional body learn that it's okay to feel how they feel and teach them how to feel in a way where they're not hurting themselves they're not hurting anyone else and in that process your emotional body naturally heals itself comes back to like a homeostasis of well-being wholeness health 
And from there, your whole life starts lining up in new ways. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of what people are missing, I think, is a healthy emotional connection and the tools to heal themselves and hold themselves through any experience. Because really, an emotion is just a temporary energetic experience. Mm-hmm. But we make it bigger than it is. We think we're going to die. We think bad things are going to happen if we go there. We think we're going to get stuck in that emotion forever. Yeah. And a lot of my work is just helping people realize, like, it's just a feeling. Mm-hmm. You can hold yourself through it. It's going to be a ride. But you just breathe your way through it. And on the other side is always relief. Mm-hmm. And that relief, when you can keep bringing yourself to a space of relief over and over and over, you start to not be afraid of feeling anymore. And then you're not afraid of life anymore. Because the things we're afraid of in life, we're afraid of because we think it could make us feel bad. Or feel pain. Yeah. But when you can make pain your B-I-T-C-H, so to speak, in this (laughs) context where you really master processing it, it's not as big a deal and then you're really free to live your best life and like take risks and go for things that you want because you're not like oh what if i feel disappointed like so what i felt disappointed a million times and i survived and i'm fine Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a very different attitude how powerful is that too um and honestly like if you're working through limiting beliefs you're working through your feelings and you're learning how to acknowledge name tame both you can unlock your best best self oh yeah like that's the secret and then your best life just naturally starts to unfold because when you're your best self you can't help but to line up with your highest timeline which is why self-love and manifestation go hand in hand Mm -hmm. and they support each other in that way like the more self-loving you become the more inner harmony you create the more inner harmony you create the more outer harmony is realized Mm-hmm. Because the law of attraction is really just the universe reflecting to you your relationship with yourself all the time through all yeah. your other relationships to everything else. Yeah, and you had mentioned something at the beginning around alignment and energetic alignment. I work a lot with clients on this too is alignment into your values and your decisions. Like if you are kind of this setting this core foundation of self-love, you have your values, your integrity, you're working to take action on your intentions. This is like a consistent machine almost that like really keeps producing, 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 building on. Like that's incredible, yeah. Yeah, it's really powerful. I think people are like, ugh, feeling my feelings, that sounds terrible, and I'm like, But actually, once you get good at it, it'll change your whole life. (laughs) It makes everything so much easier, so much quicker, so much better. So that's a big part of what I teach as far as loving yourself. Like loving yourself through it all. Holding yourself unconditionally and being with yourself unconditionally. Ooh, that's interesting because I think a lot of times we get so busy in life and we're just afraid to be still to be with ourselves we always find a distraction that pulls us away from that time of just being with ourselves how do you break through that (laughs) practice Practice. (laughs) honestly once you practice it enough times and you realize that it's not going to hurt you then it feels more safe to continue but the only way you can know is by trying Mm mm-hmm and seeing what happens. Exactly. Yeah. It's only one way. You to might find actually out. like yourself. <laughs> and even if you don't like yourself, I can show you how to love yourself. Like for there example, you, you know, if you realize you're hanging out with your inner critic, you're like, "Oh, she's horrible. I don't like this lady. She's the worst." But if you get to know her, you might realize that she has a good intention. Because mm-hmm. no, it's actually impossible for you to be against yourself. So every sabotaging behavior, every part of you that's wreaking havoc in your life, is doing it because it thinks it's helping in some way, right? So a lot of people's inner critics will be like, oh, I'm just here to criticize her so she stays in line so that in the outer world, nobody else can criticize her because she's Mm -hmm. already perfect. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yes. if a friend told you that they were being mean to you for the purpose of trying to help you, you'd be like, yo, I don't like how you're doing this, but I appreciate that you're trying to help me. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's like changing the way you relate to these detrimental parts of yourself creates so much wholeness and completion and inner peace that you don't have to get rid of your inner critic or silence her in order to feel better you just relate to her in a new way like oh there she is again she's just trying to help in her weird way that doesn't really work but like we appreciate that she tries you know (laughs) i love that approach i um work a lot with inner critics with with clients and it's interesting because um i mine is fred and he has a whiny voice and he's stocky (laughs) he just it's just like he catches my attention from a wait a minute I know it's you talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's more of like an acceptance and then a valid, like, let me just validate what he's saying. Like, and it's amazing as you start working with your inner critic, they calm down. Yeah, they really do calm down. Once you tell them like, yo, we don't need to do that anymore. Like, it's safe. <laughs> like, we're good. Like, thanks, but no thanks. They're like, oh, okay. Okay, fine. you're good you're good I don't need to come in and do all this extra protecting yeah let's talk about high vibe in it yeah share about your podcast yeah I love your podcast I think that was one of the first things that I um, started engaging with the work you do probably about a year and a half or two ago love it Yeah. yeah so the podcast is so fun it's called high vibe in it Drop the G in vibing because we're cool like that. So there's a high vibe in it. <laughs> um, and it's really just about living your best life, healing, spirituality, emotions, uh, girl stuff, funny things. We just really love to get together every week to help empower people and give them these types of tools. And we is me and my co-host, Lindsay Robinson. She's a hypnotherapist. And then, of course, I'm the transformation facilitator slash inspirational author so we have a good blend of like different perspectives of working with the mind and the energy and the heart and all of these things to help you just really live intentionally and by design and have a fun time while you're doing it and it's funny because I always wanted to have a podcast once I started this work so I always like to say that I manifested the podcast because Lindsay doesn't really like to be in the spotlight (laughs) so she came to me one day and was like yo there's this like network online and they offer me my own show they said it was cool that I'm a hypnotherapist and they want me to have my own radio show but I don't want to do it and she was like well they told me I could have a co-host so like I would consider (laughs) doing the show if you want to do it with me and I was like uh is this even a question like here's my (laughs) podcast prayers answered like of course we're gonna do this show (laughs) <laughs> so she was like a little bit reluctant but of course I was pulling all the oracle cards like it's gonna be great look at all these things it's gonna be amazing and so I was hyping her up about it and you know I pull I pulled her into the limelight with me and now we're doing the show and it's been great we're been doing it for like three years now because we're over 150 episodes in and we do mm-hmm. it basically every Monday non-stop yeah and um I think there was an episode like about a year ago where you guys finally got to meet face-to-face in person (laughs) in person yes yeah because we met online and we were best (sighs) friends she had interviewed me similar to this like she was hosting an online summit so it's like where you interview a lot of experts on a certain topic and it's like all these interviews and you put them together in a package so she was doing that that's how we met and then after the interview was over after we were done recording we just kept talking 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 we just like hit it off like soulmate girlfriends like from day one And then we just became friends. We'd FaceTime all the time. We would work on collaborative projects online together and stuff. And so eventually when the time came for her to have this podcast, she like naturally thought of me. And now we're just, you know, the dynamic duo of High Vibe in it. So it's pretty funny. So Yeah, you knew each other for years before you physically met. Yes, which is so (laughs) embarrassing because we were both in California at one point, like only two hours away from each other. But we never (laughs) could make it happen because she has three kids and I'm super busy and it just like wasn't priority. And then she moved and then I moved and then we were far and then eventually I finally flew out to Vegas to go see her and then we met in person but it was like did it feel like it was the first time meeting in person because we're already like sisters but it was kind of funny (laughs) well and that's the thing that's interesting is that you two are amazing like you have 
a great, like, it almost seems like you've known each other forever. Yeah. <laughs> and that you've always had a physical presence connection. Like, you just have that energy together and how you bounce off each other. It's just incredible to listen to your podcasts. And so it's it's interesting because this world nowadays where teams are working remote, you know, a lot of stuff is done online and it's like, oh, we're missing the personal connection. Well, you can have personal connection through video. Yeah. Well, I think the personal connection piece that people are missing is like the authenticity. Mm. <clears throat> I think people are trying too hard to, like, present themselves in a certain way or put on a show, and, like, that's why it doesn't feel connective. Yeah, that's true. And I think even, like, leaders, you know, it's just, it feels like the task versus, it's a meeting versus it's my opportunity to connect with my teammate. Right, Um, and, like, how different would it be if the conversation starting was, like, oh, how is everyone, and everyone's, like, I'm great, I'm great, instead of everyone was, like, real, like, oh, well, you know, (laughs) this morning was pretty hard, but, like, I'm looking forward to this afternoon being better, or, like, you know, I have a (laughs) headache, but, like, I love my job, so I'm here, I'm excited, like, let's do this. Like, that's very different showing up and being real and raw as opposed to, like, oh, yeah, everything's great. Coffee yeah. in hand, like mm-hmm. just a fake little like <laughs> Zoom pose, like you're interested that's, but you're not. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think what what also I would say benefits people by really having just the, the authentic show up as you type of at least once a week engagement with a team is it allows for the reality of the world today to showcase through, you know, people are carrying a lot on their shoulders. They're working through a lot personally and an influence around them. But it's like they're having to keep it all in. Yeah, everyone has to act like everything's fine, even though clearly everything is not fine. Like we're in this crazy time in history where everything is changing really, really fast. A lot of things are being destroyed so they can be rebuilt more sustainably. Like it's a lot. For yeah. everyone. So I think when people are like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, yeah, everything's great. Oh, whatever. It's just like everyone knows that that's not true. Like, so then there's no, you're missing the opportunity to connect when you're not yeah. being real. And there's a way to be real without being a Debbie Downer. You know, I'm not saying you have to take over the Zoom meeting and be like, oh, my life sucks. But but I think there is a, a place in the middle where if people were a little more open and a little more authentic, that you would actually feel more connected to the people that you're working with, more connected to the people in your team, and that would lead to better results, ultimately. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. Is there anything else that you would like to share? Just that I would like people, if they're feeling inspired and activated by this conversation, to just use me as a resource. and Maybe just go listen to High Vibe in it. Obviously, it's a podcast, so it's free. Um, Go on my blog. There's so much good stuff there. I have a couple of books. Um, If you want me to give you, like, a rundown of each book, so if people feel inspired, they know, like, where to go, which book is for them. Yeah, so let's see. Where do we begin? So I already talked about the first book, Hashtag Actually I Can, The Art of Affirming Yourself to Greatness is an affirmation guidebook. So that one actually really does help you get in touch with your authenticity And it helps to show you how to use affirmations in a way that is progressive and gentle and real as opposed to like fake it till you make it. So if you're Mm -hmm. into affirmation work, that's a great place to start. Another book on affirmations is called Affirmations for Happiness. And it's a cute little yellow, joyful, sunflowery book that I like to use like a deck of oracle cards. So I'll just like flip to any random page and then that's my affirmation for the day. I'll just Mm. adopt that mantra, meditate on it, work with it, breathe with it. And it just is like a little tool to start your day off right and help you cultivate more happiness in your life. So that one's really simple and easy. That has five stars on Amazon. Like people are obsessed with that book. Um, (laughs) And then Letters to the Universe is a scripting journal. So if you're into journaling, if you want to manifest your dreams via writing, Letters to the Universe is the book for you because there's a couple chapters in the beginning about manifesting, how it works, how to do it, and then it's just a template that helps you brainstorm what you want, why you want it, 
how to get into alignment with it, how to release the resistance around it. And then you get to write a letter to the universe. Like, hey, universe, super pumped to experience this thing. Thanks in advance for helping me create it. Really excited. Can't wait to feel X, Y, and Z. This is going to be great. It's like hype up, you know? Yeah. So that's a really fun one. One of my favorites. And then my most... Well, there's two more recent books. So one of the more recent books, My Pocket Guide to Manifestation, Mm -hmm. is perfect for (laughs) manifesting beginners and intermediates. Oh, yeah, you have it right there. Cute. (laughs) I have letters to the universe, too. (laughs) Okay, so why don't you tell them your take on My Pocket Guide to Manifestation? Yeah, so here's what I really loved about um, The Pocket Guide is there's a lot of very thoughtful, deep approaches um, to very specific results. So if you're looking for something very specific, it's not just generic, um, but it goes through extremely detailed guidance on what to do. I don't know how you came up with all this. Maybe you did channel <laughs> Yeah, there's like 100 exercises in there. But they're not all... They're all specific to the desire, but you'll notice yeah. a lot of them like yes. repeat, right? So there's like yes. 14 in each chapter, but they're all tailored to each mm-hmm. desire. So let's say yes. if you want to manifest more happiness, there's a chapter of exercises on that and yes. you can try any one of them. There's a meditation, there's a journal exercise, there's affirmation work, there's energy work, like there's all different things in there. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's just broken down, like really simple. So you just follow step mm-hmm. by step. Yep. So that's a fun one for playing in the manifestation world. And then I just wrote a book that I'm actually giving away for free right now. So another free resource. It's called The Mini Book of Self-Love for the Modern Woman. So if you're really wanting to dive deep into the self-love aspect, I will give give Angie the link so she can link it in the show notes. Um, You guys can download that one for free. It's a mini book, so it's only like 40 pages. You can read it in like one or two sittings, which is something new and fun. I mean, I thought like all books are so long. Who even ever finishes a book, right? So what if we did a (laughs) short one that people can actually finish and like dive in and enjoy? So that one's on self-love. And then, you know, I'm always working on more. Got some more books up my (laughs) sleeve. So just stay tuned for those. I'm working on a manifestation troubleshooting guide of like, okay, I did all the things, but like it's not happening. So what the F? (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's what Mm -hmm. the next book is gonna be (laughs) that's great yeah I think a lot of I think everybody's ready for that yes me too I feel like wait a minute I've tried this yes something's stuck yes (laughs) yeah it's gonna be fun so yeah I would just say use me as a resource grab a book listen to the podcast come on the retreat I actually am hosting one coming up pretty soon. When is this episode going to air? Soon? Probably? Next week. Oh, next week. Perfect. So, yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll have plenty of time to join if you want to join. Um, basically, in October, this one's going to be the 12th to the 17th. I'm taking a group of women to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, and we do self-love work all week. We drink margaritas by the pool. We go to the <laughs> beach. It's like a fun girls trip meets a healing spiritual retreat. So love it. If you want to do this type of work with me in paradise and also get a month of coaching with me after, then you can learn more and sign up for the retreat at kelseyaida.com slash retreat. And I'll give her the link to that too. Yep. So everything will be linked easy for you guys. Um, but yeah, I have a couple of spots left for that one. So if you're like, yes, I want to get away. I want to do myself <laughs> lovery in paradise with other like-minded women. That sounds so fun then uh, apply. It'll be really fun. Perfect. That was really fantastic, and I'm glad that you shared. Do you have any other call-outs of books, um, courses from anyone else, products, um, anything like that, nonprofits? (laughs) Yeah, 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 call-outs. So my favorite nonprofit, this is like totally unrelated to everything that we've talked about, but it's one that I'm personally in touch with because I did a trip to Guatemala to go volunteer at this orphanage, and it's called Work, Play, Love, and Mm -hmm. they support children in Guatemala, help them get an education. They fund these orphanages for young men and women, Um, and it's just really cool to see that these kids who are orphaned are still living a good life of sisterhood and brotherhood at the orphanage and being taken care of and being loved and a lot of them are you know graduating from the orphanage to a life to a career Um, so they're kind of getting out of that traumatic system that they were in 
So if you guys are really about supporting cute kids in Guatemala, then Work, Play, Love is a great place you can donate money to. I've personally been involved with the organization, and it is fabulous. So I definitely want to give my shout-out to them because when Beautiful. I went to Guatemala, it moved me. I wanted to adopt all the kids, but they don't let you. <laughs> I was like, I'm only 18, but I'm ready to be a mom. I'll just take all these kids home with me. They're so cute. <laughs> That's awesome. Anything else? Um, I guess my last notes would just be, you know, don't be afraid to go for it and live your best life and you're allowed to want what you want and you're allowed to feel how you feel and I just hope for everyone that they are living their best life and if they're not, that they figure out how to. Oh, that's beautiful. Kelsey, thank you so much for taking the time to join us out of your busy schedule. Really appreciate you. Yes, And you. I will definitely include all of the links to your website, your blog. I'll list out the books and Work, Play, Love nonprofit. Yes. So thank you so much for joining. Yay. So appreciate you. Thank you. Thank Bye, you. everyone. Have a great week. <laughs> So speaking of best self and living your best life, I wanted to just let all of my listeners know that I have a really great surprise for you. I just launched an app in the last couple of weeks, first on the app store as well as my website, but you can also get it on Google in the next month. This is called Best Self Activation. You can just go to the app store and search for that. And the whole point is to unlock the treasure chest within you, to be able to break through any inner barriers, as well as any things that are holding you back, like limiting beliefs, any old conditioning and programming. We work a lot with the subconscious through all of the exercises. And this blueprint is proven to help you unlock your best self. And it's interesting because this is a journey and it is one that is full of amazing, deep transformation that if you're willing to put in 10 minutes a day, you can absolutely unlock your best self. So go check it out in the App Store. And you can also find it on my website, www.angiemccourt.com forward slash best hyphen self hyphen activation. And I will also put this in the show notes. Thanks so much and enjoy.